This is an ABC podcast. Here we go. Wellington to Hancock. Flighted. Hits it in the air. She didn't get it. It bounces down towards short third. One run. Strikers win. Can you believe it? Nicola Hancock throws the bat in the disgust. And the Adelaide Strikers are in a huddle, jumping up and down. They've done the seemingly impossible, and they've fought back to win. Restricting Brisbane Heat to eight for 122. They've won by three runs. Megan Shoot, what an amazing game. Is that the best game of cricket you've ever played in? Jeez, it's one of them. <laughs> um, look, honestly, defending 125 on a pretty good uh, wicket at Adelaide Oval in front of friends and family, um, it's absolutely insane. If you, if you had told me that 10 years ago, that this was going to be a day, but... Uh, just incredibly special. So proud of the group. Down here with the Adelaide Strikers coach, Luke Williams. Uh, Luke, you've been all around the globe coaching, but tell us what it feels like to go back to back with these girls. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's an unbelievable feeling, and to do it at Adelaide Oval um, in front of our home crowd, it was a, a game that we were um, probably behind the eight ball for, for most of and uh, hung in there and, and managed to get over the line. So i um, so proud of the group, but it probably hasn't quite absolutely sunk in just yet. I just spoke to Megan Shoot and asked her, you know, how do you get better from here? What's the next step? And she said, oh, look, I just hope everyone sticks around because all the girls obviously have so much fun playing together. I mean, do you think you can keep this list together? Uh, I hope so. Um, <laughs> obviously, there's a, a, a draft was brought in, so there's, there's a little bit um, there to, to work through. But, um, yeah, we've, we've been really consistent with our list and um, certainly from, from a, I guess, a staffing point of view and a list management point of view, we'd, we'd love to keep it um, reasonably similar. Groups, I think, four grand finals in, in uh, five years now, so um, we'd love to keep the group together and, and have another go at it next year. The WBBL on ABC Radio, digital and the ABC Listen app. What a moment that was. It's hard to believe it's just about a week on. So last Saturday night, that victory by the Adelaide Strikers to seal back-to-back WBBL triumphs, that three-run victory and bowling that final over, as we've said and heard, Amanda Jade Wellington. What an evening and victory over Brisbane Heath at the Adelaide Oval. And just with Amanda Jade Wellington herself, finishing the season with that victory, top of the tree for wickets in the WBBL this season, 23, third over overall in the history of the competition. Not for her, though, to be in the lineup in selections for the very close tour. Australia leaving next week. The Australian women's team to go to India for the mixed series test, three ODIs and three T20s. So how is Amanda Jade feeling after starring in that WBBL final? And what comes next, including the second of the WPL auctions to be held later on today? Let's ask the woman herself, Amanda Jade Wellington. Big well Welcome to Summer Grandstand. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> well, I, I love the laughing there. Let's go back a week. Talia McGrath throws you the ball, 12 runs to defend in that final over. Not an unfamiliar situation for you. What was going through the mind? Oh, when um, Talia told me I was bowling the last over um, in the game once again, I just nerves hit my body. I... I kept counting um, down how many runs they needed every over. I was like, okay, it's 20 runs to go. It's 12, uh, 22 runs to go. Oh, I was just, I was nervous, but also I was excited because I love those big moments. Well, loving the big moments, you've had the experience before of being in that position. Did that experience help you to stay calm or is calm the right word? 
Um, I think so. I think especially being in that situation before, I just knew sort of, um, I guess, the experience of what a whole last over brings you in terms of emotion and um, what joy, I guess, it comes over your body. body. Um, but I guess from my point of view is like knowing that I'm good enough to be in that situation and I guess it's a really good feeling that Talia gives me the ball and it's, I guess, um, a really good feeling for myself knowing that she's got that trust and belief in me that I can do that final over and, I guess, win us a game. And on the home ground as well for this WBBL title, the Adelaide Oval, to be back-to-back champions, has that completely sunk in? It definitely hasn't sunk in yet. Um, the crowd definitely helped. The amazing crowd that was there, 15,000, which was awesome. And you could feel the electricity that was in that ground that day. Um, it's a blue a blue sea of um, the Blue Army. And it was just amazing to play in front of that crowd. And I guess I was saying to the girls, to some of the girls the other day, like some of those girls probably wouldn't have to play in a crowd like that. So it was an amazing opportunity for so many people in that game. And in terms, we know that the best performed and you're a huge part of that in the final itself on the field. What about off the field in terms of celebrations this last week? Can you tell us much? Oh, yeah, it was, a, it was a rough three days. Let's say we're, uh, we're still recovering for that. Um, but yeah, best, best on ground would have to be Gemma Barnsley and then not far behind was Bridget Patterson. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a long three days. <laughs> I'm just thinking about sort of coming together and singing. Is that, is that a big part of celebrations as well? Yeah, definitely. I think um, after every win, we have a team song and, you know, we belt it out in the changing rooms and we make sure we get all the coaching staff involved as well because we are one team. But I think, yeah, definitely having a team song makes um, more of a team gel together. Amanda Jade Wellington with us on Grandstand this afternoon. And you took 23 wickets this WBBL season, going at less than a run a ball. Yet just in this last week, unfortunately, not selected for the multi-format tour coming up very shortly of India. Have you had the communication from selectors on that decision? Um, I haven't really had any uh, communication from that selection. Um, It was a little bit disappointing, but... Um, in terms of um, my personal, you know, reflection, I've had a, a really good season. Um, but, yeah, it was a little bit disappointing, but, you know, it hasn't really bothered me much. Um, yeah. Well, I guess, you know, you, you, you go on, you know, you... I'm more than happy if I get selected. I'm more than happy if I don't get selected. It was interesting last Sunday. I know Matt Clinch, uh, after the victory uh, in the WBBL on Saturday night, he spoke with Australian great Belinda Clark and he asked her about you. I think that she feels really comfortable in the in the environment at the Adelaide Strikers and, and in the um, Scorpions as well. And she's now... You know, she's bowled an awful lot of balls. So once you've got that experience under your belt and she's had some positive positive uh, work done with her, I I just think that she's, um, you know, she's ready. When that chance comes to play for Australia, I don't know when it will come, but there's opportunity will come at some point and I think she just needs to be ready. But uh, she was phenomenal last night again and just the way she can enjoy her cricket, but then you can see her very clearly at the top of her mark switch on and, and she's very clear what she's doing. So... She's been able to, you know, balance that enjoyment and have fun, but at the same time be able to switch on and execute at the right time. I don't know if you've heard that, uh, <laughs> listening to Belinda Clark there. Yeah, I haven't heard that before. Um, so that's really, really nice to hear. I guess one thing which is pleasing for me is 
I guess everyone sees my enjoyment I have for cricket. You know, you always see me with a smile on my face or laughing. But yeah, as soon as I've got the ball in hand on top of my mark, I am the serious, the serious bowler I need to be in and in that game mindset really. But yeah, I can't tell you how much I absolutely love playing cricket. And yeah, I guess if the opportunity arises again to play for Australia, I guess that's you know a further down the track. Hopefully. It will happen, um, but, yeah, I guess we'll never know. The depth of Australian cricket is so deep, so, you know, they've got a lot of options. In terms of opportunities and maintaining that positivity that you've just been explaining, can you tell us all about what's coming up in a number of hours tonight? Um, and I know the details <laughs> that actually I was reading overnight, the ESPN Crick Info, and it has you yeah. listed alongside Annabelle Sutherland as two of their five picks of international players to oh. potentially be picked up tonight in the second WPL auction to be held in Mumbai. Can you tell us more about that? <laughs> yeah, um, obviously the auction is tonight at um, 8 o'clock for us in Australia. But um, yeah, I'm super nervous. Um, obviously last year I didn't get picked up, which I was quite disappointed with. But I guess there's other opportunities elsewhere with, um, with fr- uh, franchise career these days. But yeah, super excited to see what the auction holds tonight and the thought of being able to play um, in India again um, in franchise cricket is super, super exciting. I absolutely love India and I love the way they um, take on women's cricket over there and they just support cricket. So if I get picked up tonight, I'm going to be over the moon. Amanda Jade Wellington, we're speaking to on Grandstand this weekend. So this WPL auction to be held uh, this evening, 8pm. Is that Eastern Daylight Time or is that South Australian Time? It probably is. (laughs) I think that's South Australian yeah. time. So in, in in Mumbai, I think it's like three o'clock in the afternoon. And, um, and I mean, you don't need to tell us, of course. But where where will you be uh, tuning in, or where will you be on your own, or or with others as this all unfolds? Um, I think me and my friends are going to head out tonight, and um, yeah, I guess have it on live stream, and hopefully. Yeah, share that moment with my friends around me. So, yeah, my fingers are crossed. Uh, We wish you the very, very best. I know earlier this week also you mentioned in terms of the future for you and and all that is cricket that the potential to apply for a UK passport in terms of your family and perhaps the the chance of representing England, is, is that something that you would still be considering? Yeah, obviously, you know, my main, you know, goal in life is to play international cricket and I would say my goals in the last few few years have definitely changed but that door for international cricket is still open and I guess if I want to take that road of playing for um, England potentially you know there is that opportunity but I haven't really explored it as much as I probably need to or as much as I you know need to learn about those things but it's it's a nice feeling knowing that door is still I guess, open for me if that was ever an option to, um, yeah, pursue trying to play for, for England. So, yeah, I guess the fire for international cricket is still there. But, um, yeah, my goals in the past year or so has definitely changed in terms of I want to play as much cricket as I can around the world, travel the world and, I guess, make as much money as I can to set myself up for the future. Yeah, and in terms of the T20 format itself, you're already doing some of that. But can you paint the picture in terms of of what that involves and, of course, the potential of the WPL? Yeah, so obviously it's a busy 12 months for myself. Um, for, for For some people that don't know, like I could potentially play in the WPL, I could play in the 100, I could play in the Big Bash, I could play in the CPL, I could play in the Super Smash. 
Um, there's so many tournaments out there, which is great for women's cricket these days. The amount of opportunities that have opened up for us and I guess to make a living out of um, cricket is, is incredible. Like, especially with the WPL and the exposure that we've had, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible to think where it's gone to these days. Well, wish you all the very, very best. Congratulations on the WBBL triumph last weekend. All the very best for the auction tonight and all that follows. And getting, it's, it's hard to believe at times we're already nearing the middle of December. <laughs> um, do you get that chance to, to enjoy and, and relax a little bit over Christmas? Or what's the picture for you? Yeah, so we actually head off to Tasmania on Monday to play Tassie in um, an ODI, uh, two ODI's matches for the Scorpions. Um, so once we get back on, I think it's Friday, we've got break over Christmas, which is really nice. So I'll head up to my parents' house, spend Christmas with them. And it's actually really nice to spend Christmas um, in Australia for once. <laughs> I, can, I can totally understand that. Um, Amanda, Amanda Jade Wellington, uh, thank you so much for your time again on Summer Grandstand and congratulations again on your performance and the victory overall for Adelaide in the WBBL final last weekend. Thanks for your time. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.